Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Some name inmates import leech prisoner using chamber pots because there is no flushed toilets in their cells. It's called slapping out, of course. Uh, the inspector of the Irish prison says it's discovered the practice in one block in the jail and the watchdog claims slopping out is unhygienic and degrading and should end as soon as possible. As of April 2021, there were 42 people in prison slopping out with in-cell sanitation and 1,634, 43% of prisoners were required to use the toilet in the presence of another prisoner, according to the Penal Reform Trust. In other words, you know, they have to go to the jacks with another prisoner in the cell, which is not nice, by the way, because the smell will be atrocious, particularly if you haven't eaten something well or something good. And you're doing it while somebody else is sitting on a bed watching you. There's a little panel that kind of just covers your little bit. But, you know, like how would you feel if you had to stand at the door of the toilet every time somebody was having a poo? Now, the argument is, of course... Hold on a second now. They're prisoners. They don't really have any rights. They lost those rights when they committed that assault or that rape or that robbery or that murder or whatever it happened to be that they committed that crime. You know, they're not in there usually most of the time for minor misdemeanors. They're in there for committing usually serious crimes and they're a danger to society, you would imagine, in most cases. In 2020, the average cost of an available staff prison space was €80,000 a year. That's how much it costs to keep a person in jail. Hence the reason I suggested in the past that people who are not a danger to society shouldn't be in jail. They should be acting or having community service because it costs too much to keep prisoners in jail. Today, I want to know, do you have sympathy for prisoners who are living in unhygienic and degrading conditions? Do you have sympathy for them? People will argue that they have rights, human rights. No matter whether they've committed a crime and they're in jail, we have a duty and a responsibility to treat people humanely. And that if we don't treat people humanely, they will turn out to be worse when they come out. Because there is an experiment, and they've done experiments in Scandinavian countries, particularly in the Netherlands, as far as I know. They have a beautiful prison where they have sky television in their cells. They can sit out on deck chairs on a beach because this prison is on an island. And they're allowed, you know, do, you know, they have proper exercises and they do, they're treated well. They get a menu every day for their dinner. And they treat prisoners like they're in a hotel. And they say when they do that, prisoners come out of prison and tend not to re-offend. Mind you, I think there's a lot of people in this country who take advantage of that situation. I think this is a great idea. I want to go back to prison because it's a wonderful place. But anyway, the question is, you know, maybe you believe you lose the right to be treated humanely when you go to prison in the first place. You've lost your liberty, that's for sure. Um, but you lose the right to have any humanity or be treated in any humane way. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 does it disgust you hearing this news? It was on the news this morning as well. You would have heard it. Does it disgust you that people are being treated in such a fashion where they have to slop out or go to the toilet in front of other prisoners? Does that disgust you? Or do you think, no, nah, couldn't care less about them. Bread and water, don't care. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. Let me go to Donal. Donal, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Donal? Happy holidays tonight. Happy holidays. That's very politically correct, Donald, of you to say. All right, that's the road we're going now, Knight. Yeah. No, no, no. You want to no. be a dinosaur, be a dinosaur. No, no, no. Yeah. Happy Christmas, Donald. Say Christmas. <laughs> it's okay to say Christmas. 
Don't upset Trump, anybody. You mad Trump supporter. Come here, you like my little band. <laughs> Happy Christmas <laughs> to you, Donald. <laughs> Happy holidays. And to Donald, if to Donald Trump, if he has, if he happens to be listening to me show in Mar-a-Lago in Florida, happy Christmas yeah. to you, Mr. Trump, as well. You know what it is? Um, Actually, he's still, he's still called President Trump. You're one of them chewing him crowd. That's what you are. <laughs> so, Donald, do you have any sympathy yeah. for a prisoner that has to slop out, in other words, you know, poo in a bucket and empty it out the next morning? Well, I'll tell you that. Well, first of all, can I just really quick, I see an iQOO film there on Netflix, uh, uh, unforgivable or something. One oh, centre box is in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched yeah. it the other night. Yeah, good movie. So yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't bad. It was a little bit slow, I have to say. But well, but, it, it, it was slow, and then it all it, it, it came too fast at the end. A good little twist. Like. I don't want to say it, but yeah, a good little no, twist at the end. No, it's a good movie. I'm not watching. So, okay, yeah, so for people who didn't catch that, it's unforgivable. It's on Netflix. It's Sandra Bullock. Mind you, God yeah. bless her. She's disimproved, hasn't she? Anyway, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> no, Ashley. I'm sorry, Ashley. I'm just saying. Now, maybe it was the makeup that made her look bad because she was... <laughs> I know, Ashley. Ashley's giving out to me now. See, I can't be dealing with this in the middle of the day coming up to Christmas, Donald. And, and really it's not fair to say, you're one handsome man, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, Donald. Yeah, unforgivable. It's on Netflix. It's a good movie. Nice little twist at the end but a little bit slow makes you have a bit of time and a cup of tea alright so Donald getting back to the prisoners okay I mean yeah. 1,634 of them are required to use the toilet in the presence of another prisoner in their cell you know there's no kind of wall or door or anything like that and mm-hmm. 42 of them have to slop out in other words you know do it in the bucket name to the buckets the next morning is that, is that acceptable you know in 2021 but now like what I what I really want to see in prisons is this crack and, and, and this is happening. You can go into prison today and not you don't have to do a tap. Just lie in your cell or whatever it is. That needs to stop. When when you go into prison you, you shouldn't want to go back there. No. No, there was a there was a, that that's what that's how a prison would work. By when you go to that prison or I'm going to do everything in my life not to go back in there again. Yeah. Now, we have a thing we have we have a lawless society in this country, and part of the for we have a lawless society is one: there's no prevention for crime. Second, punishments don't suit the crime. The wrong people are going to prison. Definitely, the wrong people are going to prison. But what's, what's prison. Pre- okay? Well, in your eyes, what's prison? What's the purpose of prison? I think the purpose of the prison it, it is to punish. There's no doubt about it. But the real problem, you, you can say to a person, if a person comes out of prison and says, I will never go back in there again, then it has worked. That person will not commit a crime again. To stop people from committing yeah, crime. It should be but more about, but, would you not think it should be more about rehabilitation rather than retribution, so to speak? But my rehabilitation, well, really, what well, I mean, because, we, well, look, we are limited in how long we can keep somebody in there, unfortunately, uh, in yeah. some cases, right? Because some of them should remain in there for the rest of their lives. But that's not the, yeah. unfortunately, that's not the fact. And they yeah. do get out. Even murderers will get out after 20 years max, right? Yeah. So we have a duty then to make sure that when they do get out, that, and prevention, you're talking about prevent, to stop them from yeah. committing more crimes so they don't end up yeah. back in there again. Well, no, so while but, they're in there, we have a duty to rehabilitate, and I, some people will argue, treat them humanely. Is this is educating that crime is wrong? We all know that crime is wrong now. Like, but they, but they I, clearly don't. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in know there. No, they do know it's wrong, but you make a class decision. You have so much money a week and you get off your employer. I have so much money a week I get off my employer. I'd love it. I'd love it. My employer. I'd love if somebody would come to my door and thousand euros door every day of the week. But I can't. 
Well, other people make a conscious decision. Well, no, I can't, but I can go in and steal it, or I can go in and sell the drugs for things like that. And make a conscious decision to break the law. And if you make that conscious decision, then you have to. You have to pay the penalty. You really do. Like okay, and, that, and that's fair. And the penalty is losing yeah. your liberty, right? Yes. When you go to jail. But is the penalty then being treated in such a way, and, and by the way, I'm only giving you the half the argument, I couldn't care less what happens to them in there, to be honest with you, depending on what they've done, obviously. But, I mean, look, if somebody doesn't pay a TV licence, well, they shouldn't be in jail in the first place anyway. But that's a whole other argument. But is the penalty, you know, when you go to prison, to be treated, you know, in a degrading manner, to be in an unhygienic cell, to have to sit there and look at your cellmate having a poo, you know, is, is that acceptable in 2021? Yeah, but- but, but no, no, that's not part of the punishment. That's just the way the prisons are. And, and, you could, and you could fix a lot of that if you made prisoners work. Make them... Make them um, what, like a chain gang? Oh. Yes, like a chain gang. You should be made work in prison. And you should be rewarded for good behaviour. A prisoner should be dead with a carrot and stick. It should be all about punishment. There should be a carrot there as well. If you go into prison and you work hard and you do things like that, then you get good time off. Learn a trade. They, they don't learn trades, and I have from first hand, from first hand from a prison officer. They do not have to do anything. No, they can and just the they can literally just sit there, get out once yeah. an hour a day, walk around the yard, come back to their cell, and sit yeah. there all day do nothing. Now, there was all footage there on the reading back the year, St Patrick's Institute, right? Oh, I remember it. Yeah, I remember St Patrick's yeah. Institute. Where there was young fellas, and they were out every morning doing their exercise and things like that. No. There was a prison camp in the army when I was in the army. We used to start the digger in Cora. If a soldier went into the digger, he never went back again. Well, Spike Island was the, the camp for the prison. Yes. For the, they never went for back again. army and what have you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Then they gave it over to the, the, to, the Department of Justice where they shipped in the dry riders and they put it down. Yeah. But, Niall, your kit was laid out every single morning at five o'clock in the bed. Every single morning, you, you paraded all day, you were marching around the corner, you weren't to wear your breath. Everyone knew you were a prisoner. This is what you need for prisoners. And as I said, I, I'm not all punishment. I so you want thing. more discipline? Yeah. I want more discipline. And a hell of a lot more. Okay, and I'm, I I, the right by the way, I'm not, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with everything you're saying there. I'm agreeing with yeah. everything you're saying. But can yeah. you do that while you're telling somebody, we, we want more discipline, we want you to work hard, but yeah. in the meantime, you're going to have to have a shite in a room with somebody else looking at you? No, because because well, the first thing I'd be doing is the prisoners that want to work and they want to learn and everything. So that there's plenty. I won't say good prisons, but modern prisons in the country. The Limerick jail here in, in here close to where I live. It's modern beyond belief, and I and there are cells and there is televisions in. Oh yeah, no, so well, no, some prisons are, but they like support Leash and Mountjoy because they're such old buildings yeah, well, and, and Cork Prison by the Cork Jail as well. They're such old buildings. Unfortunately, yeah. they can't really be modernised. Well, this is where I put the scumbag. There is some scumbags that deserve no human rights, and, and, and i.e. the people that sell that pies and drugs, they have no human rights whatsoever because they're straight family. So you don't care how they're treated? I don't care whatsoever. I wouldn't... Nothing that you could do to a drug dealer would bother me in the slightest. Okay, well, stay there a second. Let me just go to Angela as well. Angela, you're in Ireland's classic. It's happy Christmas, Angela. Happy Christmas! Yay! <laughs> She always sounds very excitable, doesn't she? God bless her. Bad <laughs> Christian. Angela, do you care how prisoners are treated? Don't give a continental poo. Right. Okay. No, I don't. Yeah. Do, they not, do they not deserve rights? No. Who deserves the right? Who deserves the right? Pedophile. 
But they're not all. But yeah, but they're they're not all rapists, pedophiles, and murderers. They're not all rapists. They're not all pedophiles. They're not all murderers, and they're not all drug dealers. But to see all of them, I don't care. I don't care. You know, because they do have it easy. I've spent some time inside there on voluntary uh, basis, going in to to have a tour of both prisons, Mountjoy and the Docus, and they are nothing but travel lodges with food. Well you, well, you can't compare them to hotels, but no. uh, okay. Well, but, but what, I'm, what I'm saying to you is, you're, you're saying to me, that, by the way, in relation to, to Mountjoy and, and the Docus, which is part of the same prison, so to speak, yeah. uh, one is for the women, one is for the men, the Docus is a far better looking prison than the, the Mountjoy. Oh, hold on. It the is, is like a hotel compared to Mountjoy. It's like a hotel, but there's new wings and everything inside in, in Mountjoy. They've they've upgraded everything inside Mountjoy and everyone not everyone in there I don't I don't know if it's every single one but they all have their own cells with their own toilets with their own this with their own that they get like the amount of awards that Mountjoy has for food and that is beaten hotels they're beaten hotels right with I did food. I did see the Christmas menu one year. And and they do give them a menu at Christmas. I did see the menu at Christmas, and it actually looked appetizing, to be honest with you. But but I mean, but it's meant to be appetizing. I mean, you're meant to be treating people. I mean, when you go to jail, you've lost your freedom. That's the punishment. The punishment is not to be treated like dirt. No, but hold on a second. They have nutritionists that do menus every week for them, right? They have. Um, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Ah, you have the COVID. You have the Omicron. Oh, yeah. God. She has the Omnicron, Donald. Yeah. Can you catch it down the phone when we turn her off? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bag in the hand. But even, like, coming up to Christmas now is the highest rate of offenders because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to the prison there and they'll get their three meals a day and they'll be lovely and warm and, you know, get their... Yeah, I know, home. I know there are people who re-offend intentionally to get back into Mountjoy again. Yeah. Because of the safety and the security of it, because unfortunately they've been institutionalised. They've been institutionalised. Plus, it's easier to get drugs in there than out in the street. Probably. Far I don't know how statistically true that is, but but I know it's reasonably easy for some of them as far as some of the. And that's Which not, is that's not my fault. Um, you know, it's just they're clever. But the one thing I'll say is no, I would put the bars back up give them their blankets. And you know what the biggest thing that annoys me inside an Irish prison is that they all get to wear their own clothes. They're going around in their Nike runners, their Nike track boots, their, you know, Le Bouitton inside and fecking in the Docus. Like, they're treated like royalty inside there. The Docus Centre... So would you like them all going around in, in the orange? Yeah, yeah. The jumpsuits? Yeah, that's what I would have. Why have you got, you know, you, you, you're doing time. You're doing time for a crime. You know, why should you... See, I would have no problem if you said to me, and, and don't, I think you would agree with this, if you have your drug dealers, your people who've physically assaulted or raped or murdered somebody or paedophiles, mind you, paedophiles, they deserve a separate punishment, to be honest with you. I think yeah. paedophiles, Spike Island would be perfect, actually. Put exactly. them over there, whip them every day, and make them make them hunt for food. Uh, right, yeah, absolutely. Do whatever you want with them, right? But in saying that, when we're talking about you know, um, you know, rapists, murderers, uh, people who assault people, people who are dangerous to other people in society, separate prison for them. 
Okay, the likes to say Port Leash, Mount Joy, good enough for them. But I think for other people, then say you've got like other crimes like fraud, petty theft, all those other things, you shoplifting. I, I, you know, that that would be a different prison altogether where they're treated a little bit more humanely. Would would you not agree, Donald? I would not. And that's why I was going to come in and say there is some people in prison, and it's it's circumstances. Like there's there's crimes of passion. I'm not saying murder is right, but there is crimes of passion. There's people that have committed murder. That would have never done it, Niall. That, that's never the yeah, but no, no, Donald, Donald, you can't turn around and say I'm you're crying a passion. Niall, I'm not, I'm not condoning murder, I'm not saying this. Murder is murder. But, but, yes, I know murder is murder, but this crime's a passion. I, I, I'm not condoning it. But you have to admit, they're not. So what? Some fella arrives home and finds his wife in bed with somebody and kills her, or no, kills him. I, listen, I'm just saying there is a difference between these drug dealers these paedophiles and everything like that. But what I really am saying, I, if a prisoner goes into a prison and if he or she decides, I'm going to work, I'm going to change my life, I'm going to learn something, then there should be a card and stick. But these it's prisoners that decide, these, these prisoners that go into wait, prison... Wait, yeah, sorry, sorry for interrupting you, and Andrew just said there is. There is a bit of a carrot and a stick because... If you is, if you are well behaved and you are a good working prisoner, you may be moved from Mountjoy to where is it Arbor, but what, I, Arbor I, Hill I, or whatever I, that is. But now here's one more point. I want to make like, can I just make one more point on this? Yeah. A man I I never liked was Mac Gould, right? But he did try to enforce one thing in prisons, and that's to stop the drugs. And he couldn't do it. And the main reason for it is the prison authorities are quite happy for drugs to get into jail because this is what they want. They want quite prisoners. Well, when, when I say they're happy about it, yes, there, there, there seems to be an undercurrent of, of individuals who work within the prison service, uh, the prison officers. I'm not suggesting that they encourage drug dealing by any stretch of the imagination, but certainly, you know, a happy prisoner is... <laughs> a happy prisoner, <laughs> in he says, run down, high as a kite, every, everyone is happy. Yeah. yeah and this is going okay, okay, well, 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 hang on, sorry, Angela, what are you trying to say, sorry? There are, um, like, there are rewards, let's say, if you work in the kitchens, if you work on the landings, you know, you have separate living quarters that you have your own washing machine. And they're hard workers. I'll tell you. Yes. That, that kitchen and that the, the Mountjoy Bakery is unbelievable. It is spotless. It is guys who want to go in there and do a day's work. And that's fine. But I agree with you also, Donald, um, that my whole thing is get them out, get them out working, you know. Get to, like, if you want to sit in your cell all day, not a hope. Get out into the yard. Put them out there in the rain, the freezing cold. I don't care about human rights. Because a lot of the guys that are inside in prison now, and girls, they didn't care about human rights when they were doing drug dealing, when they were murdering, raping, anything like that. What we have to do is stop it being so cushy to go in and start making the punishment more severe. I don't think it's cushy, Angela. Oh, even the dog agrees with me. But Niall, this, Niall, this starts before prison. This starts before prison. And I know it from my job. Young people, young men, women out of work in this country, and they're just giving dole. Just hand it over to them. Okay, well, stay there a second. Let me just go to Padraig as well. Padraig, you're in Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Padraig? Season's greetings, Niall. Greetings, Padraig, to all your fellow patriots. Yes, season's greetings. Oh, it's changed to season's greetings this week, is it, Yeah, Okay. <laughs> okay. Padraig, do you have any sympathy for prisoners who were treated inhumanely? No, I have a great sympathy for the victims, actually, Niall. And that lady is 100% on the money. But she's, I'm sorry to say, but she's living in cloud cuckoo land because there's too many vested interests, do-gooders, 
And a lot of these people are drawing salaries, by the way, not just for the immigration, but for, for like all, all sorts of, of do-gooders, vested interests. So it ain't going to happen uh, because she cited human rights. Because these do-gooders are more concerned with the with the, the human rights of the criminals and, and not the victims. Mm-hmm. And also, Niall, there's a financial element to this. 88,000 a year. 80, 85k to keep one de- each de- uh, degenerate uh, in porridge. So mm. that, that is well, yeah, but you have the hassle. Well, yeah, there's always going to be a cost to people keeping people in jail. You have no, to have a building, you have to have heating, you have to have staff. So no, there's always going to be a cost to that. No, no, there's not always going to be a cost. You can cut out the middleman. I, I'm a great believer of uh, introducing capital punishment for, for crimes like murder and rape. Well, they, yeah, but we, yeah, but you're not, you're never. That's never going to happen. It needs to happen now because why should the tax? Yeah, but it's not going to happen. We, Look, we we're part of Europe. It's now illegal. We voted for it in a uh, referendum, and capital punishment is gone, not, not returning. No, the, the opposite is the case. That basically they, they get treated with kids' gloves. Uh, what, what do they want next? They want B days in there. They want kitten soft toilet paper. Uh, Basically, being mollycoddled. Molly no, I don't think anybody's looking for a B-day or kitten soft toilet paper, but but certainly they're looking for a toilet. Look, rather if, than a bucket. If you're saying to me we cannot introduce capital punishment, well, then we should have. I'm a great fan of the, the medieval forms of torture, Niall. Oh, are you? Like, like right. The, like the rat. Now, if we're going to have a conversation here today, let it be realistic. We're not going to re- reintroduce the rack. We're not going to reintroduce, you know, I don't know, these rollers of spikes. The stuff. I, I, as much as, by the way, there are some crimes in society, we mentioned pedophilia earlier on, which I certainly wouldn't have any sympathy for somebody being put on a rack uh, for pedophilia and other such crimes. But in saying that, it's not going to happen. It's hypothetical. So there's no point even talking about it, Patrick. But I, what, we're, what we're discussing here is inhumane conditions. So if you've got, say, a guy or a girl that's committed a crime and it's not murder and it's not rape and it may not even be drug dealing, I don't know what it is, and they're in a cell and they're pooing into a bucket or pooing in front of a cellmate, is that acceptable? It is acceptable okay. because they chose to break whatever law or whatever crime they committed. They should have thought about this now before they committed their, their crime. And like I say, uh, I've no sympathy whatsoever. And like a lot of these vested interest do goers like I said, said, I'd say it again, they're more interested in the rights of these uh, criminals than they are of the... What about, what about the victims now? No, 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 you're right. And, and we, need to, we need to set up more organisations to support victims rather than support those who committed the crimes. Correct. Man, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. There should be more support for victims. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. But, and, and so, Padraig, let me ask you the question I asked Donald earlier on, I'll ask Angela a second as well. What's the purpose of prison? Supposedly, look, the prison... Is, the no, 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 just answer that question. What is the, what is the purpose of jail? I tell you, Niall, if, if I... The whole idea of going into prison, obviously you, you lose your freedom. It's supposed to be a place you don't want to go back to. I've heard over the years from some of these lags when I lived in England and I lived in here, some of them are rushing to get back in there because it's so feckin' cushy now. Let's get a life here. But it's not that it's cushy, it's because those individuals have been institutionalised and they don't, they can't handle the real world, so it's easier for them to go back there. They don't want to do an honest day's work. No, no, they don't, you're right. Correct. So no sympathy whatsoever. They want the easy life, and they they get in there, they get the three meals a day, and uh, the only thing they don't give them, I believe, is is pocket money. But they do give them pocket money, don't they? They do. Yeah. 
They do oh. every every week, depending on the prisoner, how long they've been there, the crime, they, they and how well behaved they are. They do get pocket money. They get, if, I don't know, 20, 30 euro a week or something. You couldn't make it up. Like, they should be at least getting half. Well, that's just to buy cigarettes and stuff like that or bar chocolates. They should be. If, if you, we can't go down the capital punishment road or the torture road, the least we should go down is these feckers should have to do an honest... I put them out on a chain gang doing hard, hard graft. So you'd have them out doing the roads and, you know, digging up the, the roads or digging up whatever it is and he's filling in potholes, whatever it is, is we done. Like, like that woman said earlier, put it, the orange, like they do in America, the orange jumpsuit on them, get them out picking up litter, getting rid of graffiti, let them walk for a few quid, like the rest of us have to do. See, that involves security to make sure they don't do a runner, doesn't it? Look down. the end of the day, it's still costing us a fortune to keep these feckers in prison. And the whole idea is they should not want to go back in there now. Angela, would you agree with the, the chain gang situation? Well, when I say chain gang, out, you know, getting graffiti off walls, digging up roads, would you, would you agree with that? Like I mentioned, a big happy Christmas all to all our regular listeners to the show and all our regular contributors. Thank you very much indeed. And I hope you have a wonderful run-up a few days up to the Christmas, by the way. Thank you to all those who sent in some wonderful cards, Christmas cards to us, uh, as they do every year, by the way. So many of you send in lovely Christmas cards. Also, thanks to Maura, who sent us in some lovely Christmas gifts. Maura, you're a wonderful person. You're very, very thoughtful. Thank you very much indeed from me and from Karen and everybody else who you send those wonderful gifts to. Uh, also, by the way, getting back to the prisons, just before I move on to why we argue at Christmas, Mary is on the line from Canada and she's a prison officer uh, in Canada. Good afternoon to you, Mary. Niall, how are you? And a happy Christmas to you. I don't know how they... Is Christmas the same in Canada as it was in Ireland? I know you moved there many years ago, but is it the same in Canada, the Christmas trees and decorations, and do they celebrate it the same way? Yeah, it's... it's um, they, do, they do up the place all right, but the excitement isn't anything like in Ireland. Oh, is it not? Yeah. No, I, I, we haven't had a... Like, we, our kids enjoy Christmas and we buy presents and all that kind of crap, but um, the excitement or the buzz is completely different in the pubs and all that kind of stuff. It's not a bit exciting. And what, what's their big celebration every year? Do they have, like, an Independence Day or something? like? What, what is the Canadian celebration every year? Yeah, they have Canada Day. Okay. And so that's a big... Yeah, they all go off to um, their cabins and have barbecues and all that kind of crap. They have, right. Canada Day would be, a big, would be a big celebration here. And what date is Canada Day, by the way? I think it's the 1st of August, oh, right, or the 1st okay. of July. Okay, but getting yeah, back... Yeah, we only th- hang on to the back of it for a session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a session. But getting, getting back, of course, to, to the prisons. I mean, you've heard the story here in Ireland. They're giving out this morning that so many prisoners still have to slap out. So many prisoners still have to poo in front of each other in a cell, you know, in a, in a toilet, in an open cell. And it's kind of inhumane. Yeah. I mean, what are the prisons like in Canada? I imagine Canada are very fond of their human rights over there, aren't they? Yeah, we have, um, we have prisons over here and... It, there's different blocks inside the prison, so it just depends, of course, what unit you get. But we have um, units here that wouldn't have any toilets in them. So if prisoners want to go to the toilet, they have to throw a towel outside their door, and then the staff will let them out one at a time to go to the toilet. Then we have other cells that there's two people in the cell, and yeah, you have to poo in front of each other. In front yeah. of each other. And then we have other units that actually have toilets in their cells. But, right. Um, the on suites, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah, like under units, yeah. Right, okay. If you want to call it that. But, but they, yeah, it was just a, how new the jails are. But I can understand that people have to slop out, definitely. But then the prison officer has the problem of probably getting the slop thrown at him. Right, Oh, A lot well, of the time. That's yeah. another problem that happens. Has that ever happened to you? It had, no, luckily enough, um, it has not happened to me. As, um, but it has happened to staff that I work with that they would actually right. come 
Theatron. Now, in, in the prison you work in, by the way, do, do the, the the inmates wear like a boiler suit type thing, or do they all wear their own civvies? No, in our one, they wear green tracksuit bottoms and they wear a grey tracksuit top. And then, if they're insecure, um, which is, I suppose, where they go off to carry segregation. Yes, segregation. Segregation. Yeah. yeah, they wear orange. Right. Okay. Okay, but over here yeah, they wear their own. They wear their own clothes. As yeah, somebody mentioned, they wear Nike runners and all sorts of things. So they wear their own clothes, which is probably not acceptable to be honest with you. This day and age, they should have to obviously see, succumb to some sort of sacrifices. But in relation to the way they're treated generally in prison, do you think they're treated humanely? I do. In our prison, they are, and that's like that's been fair. And some of them are actually like I would try and get on as best I can with the with the inmates just to make my day a little bit better because they can make your day absolutely hell. hell of course they can. Um, they, they really can, like, and some of them are just there to do their time and, like, you know, the real purpose of prison, I heard you asking that earlier, it's to try and rehabilitate. That's the real purpose of prison. Like, yeah, because you don't want them going back there again. You don't want to see them again. No, but, like, some of these guys, I suppose it's, it might be different in Ireland. I know when I came here, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that happens to these people. Um that gave them no pass and gave them no choice but to behave the way they're behaving. Yeah. And like I heard them, people were saying, oh, do you get paid for being in prison and stuff? Like again, in our prison, um, they get paid if they work. So like our prison is huge. We've got over 700 inmates and, you know, these guys have to push carts around the prison with food in them. So they work in the kitchen. Now, the, people might think, oh, you work in the kitchen because there's knives and all that kind of stuff, but it's only really well behaved. Trusted inmates, inmates yeah. Yeah, trusted inmates. And then, you know, they push carts to do laundry, to do clean-up. Like, so they yeah, get paid. And how much, how much would they get for working in the kitchen? Like, how much on average? For, say, for working in the kitchen, you get a dollar a day. Okay. For pushing carts, because it's really hard. Like, it's, 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 you know, some of the, there could be a kilometre between the kitchen and some of the units. And you're t- what, talking minus 30, minus 14 snow. They get $3 a day. For working in laundry, which is a disgusting job, $3 a day. For doing the Q&A, that's the... And the new cleaning area for COVID, you probably get fifteen dollars a day. So it okay. depends what you do, how long you what do you're doing. Yeah, okay, all right. So and it's not, and it's not a huge amount of money either. Sure, it's not really. When you think about it. No, it, it really isn't. But it they depend on it for their canteen. Okay, so they, they with that they can buy their tobacco and they can buy their chocolate and and their little treats and stuff. They're not like actually allowed by. They're not actually allowed by tobacco. Oh, are they not? They can buy. No, we're not allowed anything like that. They so where do they get? Shirts. Where do they get tobacco from? Not in our prison, they don't. So they're not allowed to smoke? No, you're not allowed to smoke. As soon as you come in, you go dry. Um, oh, God. Yeah, there's no tobacco. You can buy lozenges. Right, okay. Which are kind of like, I suppose, oh, the sort of things that you take if you want to give up the cigarettes. Right. Um, and that kind of helps them. Yeah, but they're not allowed to smoke in prison. No. Oh, okay. I, I, I think, actually, they're still allowed to smoke in prison over here, aren't they? Yeah, they still smoke in prisons over here, I think. I don't know where they smoke that's, indoors. That would be a security issue. Yeah, I'm sure that would be... There'd be lots of fires and like you're giving them matches. Jesus, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. I think I think they'd be I think they'd be murdered if they stopped them smoking in the prisons over here. They'd be killing each other. cold turkey. And what about drugs? By the way, is that a problem in, in Canadian jails? It really is. Yeah, we've we have throwovers. We have lots of extra posts to tr- like we have had airdrops where people have drugs um, from, blue from drugs drones and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just throwing it over over um, their little yards, and a big problem is guys come in off the street and they have it inside them. Yep. 
And again, like you have to go through your scans and stuff like that, put people in dry cells. We've had overdoses with that. The guys had stuff inside them in a burst. It's terrific. Like it's very And what about the, what about the argument that was made earlier on that some prison officers and a lot of the prison officers in the prisons turn a blind eye to it because um, you know, a happy prisoner is a prisoner out of his box in a cell. And and in other words, no, if, if they can't get the drugs, they may not be a, the most cooperative prisoner in the world. No, that's, uh, whoever said that is obviously not a prison officer because I work in this environment and these guys, like, they make their own beer. It's absolutely ridiculous, but they're, like, they get drunk a lot and they make beer by bread, uh, sugar, fruit, which they chew up, and hot water. And they put it into a plastic bag and they let it rot for two or three days. We find it all the time, but there is times that they're able to get. So, get so, they, so they mix. Then, they mix bread, with, which is it has the yeast in it, uh, sugar, yeah. and then they chew the yeah. fruit. To, they masticate the fruit, and spit, put it in a bag, yeah. spit it out in yeah. a bag, and then they, yeah, and then they, they put hot water in it and they let it sit ferment. It. They let it ferment. Yeah, ferment, oh. and then they sip it through their socks. Then they sip it through their socks, and then they drink it, and then they get absolutely. Lock. So they're making because protein they're essentially. Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So dangerous. But it's actually like so. So for these guys, to, for anybody to even consider that drugs would be allowed because it's a happy prisoner, it's not even with the drink because once they get drunk, they start fighting. And uh, we've had lots of like really serious incidents. So I don't know one. I work with three or four hundred different guys, and I don't always charge when I find a drink, but I always throw it down the toilet. They, you know, sometimes they charge and they get confined for ten. For ten days, they're lots of privileges. They're not allowed to use their phones, so they make it a pretty serious offence. Yeah, and what about what about phones? Them. What about the phones themselves? Have you ever caught prisoners with these tiny little mobile phones they can buy? They will literally fit up absolutely somebody's bum. Absolutely Yeah, no, absolutely not. They don't need to because they have phones. In when they get out for their exercise, there's three or four, or six phones, depending on how big the unit is. There, and they each get twenty minutes of a free phone call a day, or they're allowed to ring their lawyer as much as they want, um, and then. Nobody, they're not allowed income calls unless it's it's a prisoner, but they have the use of phones. And I don't know, I know I worked in Portlaoise Prison when I was in Ireland, and the phone issue was a huge um, security strain. We were, we were scanned, you know, and, and it was a big worry that people would bring in phones when we worked there. I never did, no one I ever knew ever did. But over here, the phones, like, you know, if I'm working on I have my smartwatch on, they'd never even attempt to take it off me. They couldn't anyway because I suppose it's locked, but they don't know that a lot of these guys are... Yeah, and have you ever have you ever been in fear? And I, I don't want to make this sound sexist in any shape or form. But as a woman, have you when you're working with a lot of men who are in jail? Um, I and mean, have you ever been in fear for your own safety? Um, we've had some very serious codes, and I can honestly say it with hand on my heart, I have never been afraid. Two reasons: the first of of is the response of a code is called. I've never seen such quick response in my life, which actually, you know, you only have to hold yourself for 15 seconds before the room is full of guards. And okay. I like, that's hard to believe, but I mean it. Secondly is, I have de-escalated more situations by chatting and talking, and talking they don't feel aggressive by do you me. Think, do you think they're more respectful for you uh, of you because you're a woman? That, because they're, these are hardened lads, and they might be a little bit more respectful because you're a woman. Do you think that, that that's a case? Sometimes. No, I don't think they're respectful for that reason, but I think they know that if they did put their hands on any female officer, they'd you know, pay for it. There won't be any chatting. Well, like, you know what I mean? You're not going to, like, it, there is times there that they assault male staff. I know uh, recently a friend of mine got a box in the jaw. It was a complete accident. They broke glasses. And he felt really bad after. He was very sorry. But, like, obviously, that doesn't help her. And she's yeah. under that guy in four face. But they don't tend. They don't tend to attack staff too often unless they have an issue with the staff or unless they're drunk. 
And, and I think probably because down deep down they know they're not stupid. They know there'll be repercussions to doing that. You know what I mean? Well, so, yeah, yeah, like it's a really serious offence. And you can, get, you can get sentenced on the outside. You can get taxed, you know, get charges brought in from the outside. So, but like I was saying that we've had codes where um, staff have got assaulted. Personally, I haven't. Not yet. I hope I didn't just jinx myself now. I'm no, no God, and I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a very dangerous, exciting environment. I have to say, it's the most exciting job I've ever had. Um, and do you love your job? I, oh, well, I'm still new. I'm in my first year, so I do. But um, yeah. actually, I I really do. I love the like I get on very well with. It's a challenge, I suppose. Yeah, every day is a challenge. Every it day is, is different. Yeah, every day is different. Of course. Uh, well, just, look, well, look, Mary, I, I'm going to run out of time. But listen, thank you very much indeed for sharing sure. that with us. And I appreciate it. By the way, and, and I hope you enjoy your stay in Canada, your time in Canada. And will you be coming back to Ireland any anytime soon? Do you think? Hopefully, if COVID goes away, we'll be back in September. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, look, enjoy your enjoy your stay over there. Enjoy your time over there, and your and your life over there. And thank you very much indeed for sharing that with us today. All right. Appreciate it. Cheers, I like it. All right. Happy Christmas to you, Mary. All right. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Classic hits.